What is going on today, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, aka Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube right now, and in podcast form as well. I'm thinking about tweeting a little bit more. I just can't get into Twitter anymore like I used to. I don't know. I just think I like videos and stuff like that. Just, I, feel, I don't know. I don't. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. Um, I've been aware of it for about almost four years. I've been in therapy for since October of 2017 for this psychotherapy. If you want to know, psychotherapy is a therapy that I'm in. The point of this channel, the point of all my platforms, the over 400,000 on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube is still growing and whatnot, is to bring awareness to personality disorders and, you know, mental illness as a whole to get more people into therapy if that's possible i got a couple in the therapy y'all. i got a couple see there you go and also in the process to in to validate victims along the way to let them know hey you're not crazy you might have a little spice going on you might be a little spicy a little little dabble on a little razzle dazzle going on with you but if you're dealing with a narcissist whoo today's episode is going to be about about discarding a narcissist whoo this is a big thing right here y'all i got a comment today um, I think it was on YouTube, matter of fact. She said, um, hey, Lee, can you talk about discarding a narcissist and what will happen? So, you want to talk about a narcissistic injury? I know I hear, I hear people all the time, like, what causes a narcissistic injury? Cheating on a narcissist causes a huge, massive, oh, my goodness, unforgivable narcissistic injury. But, and, like, that you will be punished for. If you cheat on a narcissist and take the narcissist back, that will cause, then they will punish you for the rest of your life. There's no forgiveness there. There's no nothing. Like, if you cheat on a person that you suspect is a narcissist, or that, it, that is a narcissist, if you cheat on them and they take you back, they will never, ever forgive you, ever. Like, literally never, ever forgive you. They will hold it against you for the rest of your existence. So buckle up, deal with that, because like, I'm just telling you, you'll never be forgiven. They'll bring it up every time you argue. I'm not the one who cheated. Boom, right in your face again. You'll never be forgiven. So if you cheat on a narcissist, you might as well go ahead and leave. Um, or or just deal with that, deal with the consequences of be, and repercussions of being blamed and having it held over your head every single day like a mistletoe it ain't christmas but it's like the uh the cheating mistletoe <laughs> will be held above your head and used against you at all times um but the biggest narcissist injury other than cheating is discarding a narcissist for whatever reason because that's causes like a narcissist like some narcissists you know have abandonment issues and you like discarding them for whatever reason if they cheat on you abuse you mentally physically whatever you can discard them for whatever reason and you're right and it is right you you have the right to do that i'm not telling you not to but they, some narcissists have abandonment issues and you discard them that's abandonment and they uh, look rejection breeds obsession they a lot of times well sometimes i can't say a lot of times i just from the people i've done my one-on-ones without spoken to over zoom and done like you know uh calls with and stuff like that when they discard a narcissist that's when, like, sometimes the stalking begins. That's when the scary stuff starts happening. That's when they, you discard a narcissist, they start blowing your phone up. They start, you, you'll see a different version of that person. Well, you, they, you, they'll start begging, pleading, keep trying to keep you to stay, using, trying to guilt trip you. Sometimes they'll hold you hostage, which is dangerous. So, yeah, discarding a narcissist will cause a massive injury, and you might get the rage, especially if you tell them to their face. That's why a lot of times people ask me how to do it. The way my wife left me, she, I left, and you know, I was on the way. It was an hour drive to where I had to go, an hour back. And so she had two hours. So about an hour and a half into that journey, I was on the way back. And I got a text. She said she was gonna, she was wasn't gonna be there. And there's nothing I could do. And that's the best way to do it sometimes because you know, I I'm not I wasn't a kidnapper or held her hostage or nothing like that. But I would have definitely, you know, we would have had a long, very very long tumultuous conversation. You know what I mean? 
I probably been begging, pleading, and crying, and you know, going trying to work it out and stuff like that. So she did it the best way she can to protect her peace. So if you have to discard a narcissist by ghosting them like that, by dipping out when they at work or you know the gym or somewhere, uh, do it like that to protect yourself. Because a lot, I'm telling you, some of them will get dangerous and escalate, and they they will escalate and they will elevate, you know protect yourself, protect your peace. You I mean you know the narcissist in your life better than I do. So protect your peace, man or woman, non-binary, uh, whatever gender, like protect your peace. Because, like I said, some some of them get dangerous and some of them elevate. No, oh my goodness, like, oh, is that a hawk outside? Oh, there's another. Look, there was a there's a bird watching from the, watching from above right now. So that's a, that kind of example of what happened. With, you know, with a narcissist, they will watch you from above, from afar. Like especially if they know where you are, they'll drive by, they'll come to your work, they'll stalk you, they'll blow your phone up, they'll blow your text messages up, they'll create fake Instagram pages, fake TikToks, fake everything to watch you and observe you because the immediate like because. Once you discard a narcissist, like, you know, the mind goes to the weird different places. Because, like, my, my wife sent me a text message that I wasn't going to be there. She wasn't going to be home when I got back. I My mind immediately went to, like, she had found somebody else. That's all I could think. I, like, she had found somebody else. And, like, I had lost her forever. And then she had found somebody else and she had moved on. And, like, I knew where she was going, you know, because there ain't too many places you can go where we live. Um, and I knew she had to still go to work and stuff like that. But, you know, I, you know, I... <laughs> I, my mind immediately went to that she found somebody else, so I became obsessive over that. You know, I, I, I called her a few times, but then I realized, I mean, this is not the first time she left, so I realized that she wasn't going to pick the phone up, and that the only way I could, you know, have a chance is to just leave her. I had to leave her be, you know? But uh, unaware narcissist, somebody that's, you know, undeveloped, uh, undeveloped narcissist, a juvenile, I'll call a juvenile narcissist, even though most of them are grown, will stalk you. Some of them will stalk you, blow your phone up, pop up at your work, leave flowers on your car, Write your love letters. Do everything. Look, prom promises of everything that you ever wanted. Promise you, promise you of everything that you ever needed, and and, and you know, promises of all all kinds of promises. Future, if they future fake you again, they'll still love bombing and start again. And sometimes that gives you hope. They right there will give you hope. Like, dang, that's the person I knew. That's the person I knew from the beginning. But then you should think about it too, though, because you discarded them. They now they promise you everything that you, you wanted. That means they knew the entire time what you wanted and needed. They just withheld it on purpose to make you emotionally or financially dependent upon them. So consider that when you're taking the narcissist back and whatnot. Because a lot of times, like I said, they will make you emotionally dependent upon them. And then what are you going to do? I mean, like I said, emotionally, financially, all different types of uh, dependent upon them. And then you pretty much like you get stuck sometimes. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? Because they'll love bomb you and then like make promises of the future. They, like, y'all, and... <laughs> Stop taking these people back without any kind of change behavior. Goodness gracious, please, for the love of God, somebody saying sorry is not enough to take them back. And I'm sorry I'm getting I'm sorry I'm getting louder and you know talking loud and aggressive sound, but like somebody just apologizing to you is not enough. Goodness gracious. So I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry for whatever I did to you. I'm sorry for everything. That's just a blanket ass apology. It don't mean nothing. Apologies, apologize like this give me a descriptive apology of what you're apologizing for show me some remorse show me some 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 consistent change behavior that is the uh, absolutely the absolutely the only apology you should ever accept consistent change behavior because sometimes you have to remove yourself from the situation to get a reaction out of them enough for them to possibly go to therapy or something like that you can't like, you can't beg and plead them you can't do all that stuff you, please go to therapy please go to therapy please 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 nope sometimes you got to remove yourself sometimes you got to allow them to hit rock bottom sometimes you have to discard them
for not only for your own mental peace and your own mental health and things like that, you have to discard them for their own peace, for not for their own peace, for their own sake. Because they, they you know, if you just keep constantly forgiving them without any kind of change behavior, you then sometimes you become an enabler of their behavior. Like, you, hey, I'm sorry for cheating on you. Forgive me. Like, okay, I forgive you. Cheat again. That's not a that's not because you forgave them. They think it's okay. Slate clean. That's why you sometimes you have to separate yourself from them. Now, I'm not like I say I, I keep having to repeat this over and over and over and over again. I'm not here to break up anybody's relationship. I'm not here to be the the bearer of bad news. I'm here to make to so people can live better, more fulfilling relationships. Like I've been able to experience going to therapy and things like that. And the only reason I got here, people ask me how you get here. Like, how did your wife get you to go to therapy? She didn't get me to go to therapy. I had to go to therapy for my own sake. You know, I had to go. I had to go. I told her I would go to therapy and I went to therapy. And I followed through. I've been consistent. Change behavior. She probably can give you a measurable scale of how much I've changed from October 2017 till June 2021. She can, she can probably give you a measurable change, a measure, measurable scale of all the stuff that I've done to change. All the stuff that I've done to not change, but uh, my, how my behaviors have been altered. You know, how relationships have been altered. How our, my parenting skills, I, I cope, uh, you know, our ability to work together has been altered through me going to therapy and putting in the work and being honest with my therapist. I'm not a, this is not performance therapy for me. This is me going to therapy to help, can help, you know, keep my consist my behavior, my behavior alterations consistent. So if you discard a narcissist, sometimes it's for the best for both of you. Sometimes you have to, it's holding on sometimes is, is harder, you know, sometimes letting go is harder than holding on. Like, you got to let me, I, I think I just butchered that. Like, give me a second. Sometimes holding on, you know, can hurt you, hurt you more. Letting go. Let, sometimes you got to let go. Let go to let grow. You just have to. You can't grow, like, you can't, if you want to grow a seed, you can put some dirt in your hand and cover it up this seed. You can, you can put the seed, you can put a handful of dirt. Put the seed in your hand and cover it up all you want to. That seed is not going to grow. You have to let it go into the ground and grow on its own. You have to water it, but you have to. It can grow on its own. You can. You don't. Sometimes you don't have to water it. Sometimes the rain will take care of itself. Sometimes you have to discard people to let them go. But like, say, be be careful in the discard. Like, how should you? How should I discard them? How should I get out? How can I get out? Make a plan. Make a plan. Sometimes you. Have to, you sometimes you just have to make a plan. You know, sometimes you have to plan out, plan your escape, plan you plan to discard, plan to get out. Because if you stay around, the longer you stay around and unhappy, the longer and more and more you lose yourself, more and more likely it becomes that you are going to be the one that gets discarded, and you you're going to be destroyed when they discard you because you're going to be so financially dependent upon them, so emotionally dependent upon them, so physically dependent upon them. You know, and then you'll be destroyed. That person will move on. You like, I just want to know they hurt. I just want they left. They broke me. I just want to know they feel something. I just want to know they're hurting like I am hurting. I can't guarantee that they're hurting because you gave them enough time to move on and discard you. Sometimes you have to be the one to take action. If you want to, if you want to have the chance to live a happy life, you have to do that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I know in, in the moment, was I mad as hell? My wife left. I was mad. I was angry. I was upset. I was blaming her. You know, I did, I did all. I went through all of that. Left, blame, all that. So I was angry. I was furious. I'm about to destroy my house. But then thank God for therapy. I'm about to destroy my house. I'm about to punch holes in the wall, throw stuff. And I'm just like, what is the point? I'm going to have to fix this. There's no point. It's me. I'm the issue. She left. She removed herself. So I couldn't blame her. She was gone. And so that's the the best thing that she could have ever done for me was leave. Because that allowed me to realize that I was the issue. 
sometimes you gotta leave you know, you know what i mean you know people gonna watch this video you trying to break up happy homes i cannot i don't have the ability to break up a happy home i just don't have the power to do that i'm a you know people call me a master manipulator and a gaslighter or whatever self-word you know all this other mess and calling me names and stuff like that i don't have the ability to break up a happy home i don't you cannot blame me for you know your, your marriage and your your girlfriend or your boyfriend walking on it you cannot blame me for that you gotta look inward sometimes and looking inward sometimes is gonna hurt it hurt me it hurt me to look inward i had to go find god i know all y'all who keep coming on here commenting on my page it's the jezebel spirit you're a demon blah blah bloop 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 i've read the entire bible from from beginning to end I read the entire Bible from, from beginning to end. This is a blessed journey that I'm on. You cannot use God against me because God is with me. How are you going to use something? That God is carrying. I'm, I'm following behind God on this journey right here. Find God. I'm found him. I'm following him. I'm following him. He's leading me. God is leading me on this journey, y'all. This is a blessed journey I'm on. I'm the, the perfect state. Everything everything that's, keep, that's happening to me right now is happening for a reason. My wife needed to leave or I would never pick that Bible up again. I was started reading the Bible years ago and I never finished it. My wife left me. I had to find something. I had to believe in something that was bigger than myself. I had to get the ego out of the way. The ego means edging God out. I had to stop edging God out, let God in. And my life has gotten so look, my life has gotten exponentially better since I found God. Since I started reading the Bible. I don't go to church because the church is because there's so many of y'all hypocrites on my page. I know y'all pastors and go to church and stuff like that and calling people names and evil and attacking me and attacking people and being so judgmental. That's why, you know, you can be a Christian and not go to church. I read the Bible. I pray to God. I try to pray to God every night. I missed one night. This, I missed one night this month, and I just felt terrible. So I woke The first thing I did, I woke up, and I prayed that morning. and asked God for forgiveness for not praying and thanking him for everything he has given to me. So you can't use God against me. So stop that, y'all. You're killing me with that. You can't use God against me because God is with me. Say what you want about me. God is with me. So discard, sometimes you got to discard them for your own mental health. Be careful because people obsess, people stalk, people go crazy. Get the police involved, protect yourself. Sometimes you have to ghost. Sometimes it's better to not, sometimes it's better to not tell them you're leaving until you are lit or have are out. Cause you know, people, you know, people escalate. If you, if you are, are in a physically violent situation, sometimes it's better to tell them not to tell them until you have physically left that house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Protect yourself. Sometimes the discard is the best for both of y'all. Because my wife had to discard me for me to grow. She had to. She had to remove herself from the situation. And, and I, you know, and my therapist told me I could not get her back unless I worked on myself. So I had to work on myself. So stop accepting I'm sorry as an apology. Start accepting some therapy or some change behavior or something. Like some kind of, you know, something. Start letting some boundaries. Make it, make it work. Because I know some of y'all going to take them back. Everybody doesn't want to leave. And that's fine with me. You know, everybody, I'm not here to break people up. Everybody does not want to leave a narcissistic relationship or a possible toxic relationship. Everybody doesn't want to leave. So if you do leave and you plan on coming back, make them earn you coming back. Don't just come back with them saying sorry and making you promises. Make them execute on those promises before you come back. Please, y'all, stop it. Please have some strength. Have some power. Boss up. Fix your credit. Girl, get in it. Get your bag up. That Jeff man can't back. <laughs> That's my theme music. Anyway, y'all, my camera's actually about to die. See, it's flashing right now. So I'm going to have to cut this thing short. I truly appreciate everybody who likes and subscribes to my channel. I'm thankful for every single one of y'all. I promise y'all I am. I'm truly am thankful. I, I really appreciate every single like, comment, everything. And I'm about to be out. My camera just died. <laughs>